Welcome, I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hi, and welcome to today's podcast episode with one of our amazing guests from Women Thrive Speakers. Today we have our guest, Caroline Bellinger. Hi, Caroline. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Ramonda. And yourself? Good. Where are you joining us from today? From the Gold Coast in Australia. Wow. In the middle of summer, so it's lovely and warm. It's actually Australia Day here today. Oh, wow. Amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm very excited about today's conversation because today we're talking about how to build unshakable confidence to reach your goals. And confidence is one of those things that I find women struggle with the most compared to men. And sometimes we just need a secret key to unlock that confidence. And it really depends on our confidence, how we're going to reach our goals. So our guest today is Caroline um, Bellinger. She's self-esteem coach, business coach, and award-winning entrepreneur, mental health advocate, and inspirational speaker. After experiencing childhood um, sexual trauma and abuse, over 20 years of addiction and mental health abuse and 20 years of addiction and mental health issues, Caroline got sober 13 years ago and enhanced her life by creating a toolbox of strategies that enabled her to improve her mindset, self-esteem and create successful business. So Caroline, welcome to the podcast. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your background story. Yeah, um, as you've said in there, um, I, I guess for me, like the main thing was because of my childhood trauma, I, you know, or I started very early with feelings of not good enough and not lovable and, you know, confusion. So I, as a child, I remember being really nervous and not having confidence then. Um, and as I got into addiction, um, I was using alcohol to build confidence as a as an escape mechanism as well so I guess now being sober that's why I'm so passionate about you know inspiring other women that you know it doesn't matter where you've come from or what's happened you can build that confidence in your life yeah and I think so many people struggle with confidence what what do you think are the causes for most people when they are struggling with confidence yeah I think you know for a lot of us you know, I guess the main things you've got, you know, growing up, we're all different and we all react to situations differently. Um, so often, you know, with children, I think there's a perception, especially that children, you know, are not as intelligent. They don't understand. So sometimes, you know, adults can talk down to children and that actually can, you know, impact their confidence at that age by not believing them, not trusting them, not encouraging them to be, you know, who they are. Uh, and then as we get through society, especially for women, I think there's so much pressure um, on women to be something, you know, the, the, a career woman, a mother, um, a partner, a carer, um, a good business lady. And so with that pressure, sometimes the pressure's on before the confidence is built. And to go into that world under pressure can actually have the detrimental effect on people's self-esteem because they're not prepared. 
I think life uh, in general really can throw a lot of curveballs and sometimes the experiences could happen early in a childhood but then also life could really throw some curveballs and knock your confidence down I know when I was young I was very confident and outgoing and then trauma happened in my mid-20s that really took away my confidence and my identity how can we support women who are struggling with that inner confidence um, and really it's starting to affect their daily lives. Yeah, and I think the, the first thing I think for, for women is to, you know, be aware that that's how they're feeling and, and to, you know, have good support is so important to be around the right people where you can be vulnerable and share how you're actually feeling. Because I think we, you know, for many of us, we put on a mask and pretend everything's okay and try and deal with it on our own without support or without judgment. Um, but again, that just then pushes us further because we're not getting the support we need to accomplish things. And without that support, it's harder or we don't reach our goals without support, which then reinforces our lack of confidence so, yeah, I think awareness would be the first step for women and to have that circle of friends and support where you can be vulnerable when you're struggling and be okay with that. And I know in your journey, and I want to kind of talk a little bit more about that, from an early age you went into sort of self-sabotage to, I guess, mask those feelings. So tell me a little bit more about your journey um that you have had to go through in order to find yourself and how that happened yeah so for me I guess I I drank to so I didn't have to feel so I didn't have to deal with the emotions about the abuse from my uncle mm. um and then you know when he was out of the picture when I was in my early 20s it had become a habitual that I used alcohol for confidence um and then the more I drank, the more, you know, I maybe behaved in ways that created shame and guilt, which then perpetuated the cycle of drinking because I, you know, over time disliked myself more and more and, and you know, judged myself more and more. Other people judged my behaviour. You know, still on the outside I was, you know, the party girl and happy and, and all of that. So, you know, my life was such a roller coaster. Um, and then I guess my biggest pivot came um, when I got pregnant and I was 32 at the time. I'd been living overseas, came back to Australia. Um, I was in a bit of a mess when I got back to Australia, so I'd never planned to have children, and so this was quite unexpected. And um, anyway, I went through a few uh, traumatic experiences finding out I was pregnant, um, and that certainly, you know, didn't help my confidence. Um, I ended up having my child, and I think then having a child and not have and not dealing with my own issues was extraordinarily challenging in those first few years because I was still drinking um, my father also passed away when my son was one year old and I was very close to him so my world just came crashing down around that time um, and I guess I tried to be confident but 
I got to a point where I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, so that's when I sort of, you know, really got heavily, more heavily into drinking and, you know, suicidal. I'd had, you know, a few attempts of suicide over the years um, because of that. Yes, it's, I mean, it became self-hatred. Yeah. Because, you know, 20 years of not really dealing with emotions, you know, led to this absolute self-hatred um, of myself. Wow. And it's it's quite profound. And women who might be going through something or have gone through something and perhaps have not had the courage to face those feelings, this might be a moment of real realisation that you don't have to self-sabotage and go through that. So what was that journey when you had to actually come face to face with your feelings, with your trauma and what has helped you to kind of turn a new chapter? Yeah. So, and I think that, you know, and that's one thing I would say to, you know, every woman out there, I, I get it that alcohol is immediate relief. Um, however, you know, for me over long time, over long term, it just exaggerates everything that's bad and negative. Um, you know, I'm being aware of that, that, you know, it's like anything in life, you know, short-term fixes rarely end up to be sustainable long-term solutions. Um, so for me, yeah, I just, I had a beautiful, my son was seven um, and just, you know, love of my life. Um, and I was just exhausted from being me. I was exhausted waking up every day. Not, I had a reasonably good life. I was quite functional to a point, but inside I was in turmoil so yeah I um, ended up doing a six-month residential rehab um, and yes yeah, not like what you see on the movies where it's all fancy and swimming pools and and lovely like that nothing like that at all <laughs> it was uh it was actually quite brutal um, a lot of cognitive behavior therapy it was PR therapy so you're in a you know you spent most of your time with 20 other addicts and you called each other out on your behaviours um, under the guidance of a few psychologists. Uh, we had people who came from jail to do their um, time in the rehab. They actually went back to jail, many of them, because it was easier. Again, easier to deal, not to deal with their emotions. Um, so, but like I said, best thing that I ever did. Uh, but, you know, it... I didn't just walk out of rehab as this whole wonderful woman full of confidence. Um, it probably took about, yeah, well, 13 years. I would say it's taken, you know, it took a good 10 of those years before I really found the keys and the strategies. And it's in the doing. I do find that a lot of the secrets are in the doing and facing ourselves. Now you one of the award-winning entrepreneurs, a serial entrepreneur, you have multiple businesses. You're quite a power woman. How did you build up your success in business and what was some of the keys that helped you find your confidence? And interestingly, um, the first two jobs I had in, in when I got sober, um, both ended up, being extraordinarily destructive, destructive, toxic, bullying. 
um especially the second one I was there for six years I loved the job but it it actually because I loved the job I wanted to stay in it so therefore I actually found confidence because I didn't want to get pushed out of my job regardless of how toxic it was mm-hmm. at the same time I also then learned that sometimes you have to walk away to find peace and you know that so that was all again learning experiences and it was after that um, I quit my job I actually got a mentor um, and a coach and I went on the next journey um, I opened a small gym because I was really passionate about the mind and body connection and how that impacts how we feel about ourselves. you know I'm like exercise really does solve 95% of all your problems um because it just puts you in a better frame to begin with. But I opened a gym, got a coach, got a mentor um, who I've now been with um, for, well, it's been five years, um, but then I also transitioned from building my own businesses under this coach to being a coach for this company as well. So I'm one of their master coaches. So I can share all my learnings with other entrepreneurs and that's, what brings me the most joy, which I know you can relate to. Yeah, of course. It's the work that we do. It's just so transformational. And seeing someone, let's say in your case, from someone who might be struggling with their self-esteem and self-confidence issues, to them being ready to take over the world and, you know, being ready to pursue their big goals and dreams that perhaps they were holding themselves back because they would question themselves or not feel good enough or worthy enough or um pursuing them or even attaining them as well and I think they are like you know the big thing for me is starting where you're at and knowing that wherever you're at um whatever's happened in your past whatever age you are now whatever situation you're in right now you're enough right there and then and then just start taking little steps towards your goals um, they don't, you know, I love that there are no small changes um, because sometimes we get, you know, and that's where, you know, having that confidence to achieve goals by believing in ourselves, but also setting realistic goals in between those big goals so that we are always achieving and rewarding ourselves, achieving and rewarding, achieving and rewarding not you know setting our goals so high that we're constantly chasing it chasing it chasing it and then getting overwhelmed or disappointed yeah yeah it makes sense it's like you know as i say celebrate your wins every day you know there's always something to be grateful for and we've been you know i've known you for a little while now and what really brings me joy about seeing it it's just you're always in this happy positive mood and sometimes we have calls and it's 5 a.m in the morning and you're on a beach but you're absolutely happy and <laughs> how do you create this joy in your life what brings you so much joy in your life <laughs> well um for me and, and look, I would say especially even the last 12 months it certainly hasn't been easy you know I've had a lot of like challenges um but what I have learned is 
yeah, have those moments and you've got to recognise, you know, I, I you know, de certainly don't support that toxic positivity where we all have to be happy all the time. Um, but there's always something, I think you touched on it, there's always something to be grateful for, you know, and for me, I look back at my life and what I have overcome and honestly, I do wake up every day no matter what's going on in my world and I am grateful to be alive. I am grateful that I've woken up today and I have an opportunity to do something. Um, I, I do, actually, I'm very lucky because I live in probably what I think is the most a magnificent, beautiful place in on the planet. Um, so, you know, getting up, get, being able to go to the beach and do that every morning, and that's my non-negotiable, though. My non-negotiable is that's what I do every day to set myself up for a better day. So if I'm, you know, going through these challenges that I have, and, you know, a lot of people did in COVID and, you know, lingering from all that, you know, do something that's going to set you up to that makes you feel good, whatever that is for you. But if you can start your day with something that makes you feel good, then the challenges through the day aren't as bad. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I love just the energy of the beach as well. And you know, a lot of the times we're we're looking for that fulfillment, joy from outside of us. And I know you're always a big champion of kind of finding all of that within. So talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, I think, and, you know, and that's been an interesting journey for me because I guess we've all maybe been down that track where we go, if I have this, if I get to this position at work or if I have this business goal, I'll be happy. If I achieve this health goal, you know, if I lose 10 kilos, I'll be happy. Um, if I get Botox, I'll be happy. But if we aren't working on, if we can't look ourselves in the mirror and like what we see, then chances are none of that external stuff will make us happy because, you know, what I learned in my destructive years was that every time I would move town or move job and escape it, I would start again afresh and it would all be wonderful for the next time, but eventually I would catch up with myself because I would bring the same me with me. Um, and we can only hide from our true self for so long. And those having those beliefs or limiting beliefs, if we don't work on them, we just continually take them with us. And we, once we like, for me, I think the more I've learned to love myself, exactly flaws and everything. Like I'm pretty imperfect, and I've got plenty of flaws. Um, but I've learned to accept them, embrace them. And therefore, they don't drag me down. Therefore, I can. And then when I do achieve other things, it's not about the stuff. Most of the things that I get joy out of is the journey. Mm. And I find that's, you know, sometimes we get too caught up on the end. Whereas, you know, every moment of every day, we're achieving things in the part of the journey. And, you know, and when it's challenging, always thinking okay I am going to get through it somehow some way and there will be something really good that will come from this because my experience has told me that something good has come from everything bad that's happened to me <laughs> uh, and sometimes you know our adversities is our our blessings and as we go through life or those experiences that were difficult 
become those learning curves that we can then use to help and support others, which is, you know, you've been through the extreme end of, um, you know, the situations in your life that perhaps could have been more destructive and you could not be here right now doing what you're doing but you found that turning point you found that strength you found a way to really love yourself and now you're such an inspiration for other people who perhaps are struggling with some of the same things that you struggled when you were a little bit younger and I think that's you know for me I'm at a point where I can share that and I think you know nothing inspires people more than honesty and truth you know and that's why I share you know some of the the difficult stuff or the challenging stuff because I know that that's where some women are sitting right now thinking that they will never ever they don't have any hope for the future and I want them to have hope because I think that's what inspires us having you know it's when we lose hope that we lose our dreams but if we have even just the tiniest speck of hope you know, that you find a way to just keep going and, and it does and it does get better yeah. if we if we look after ourselves first. Yeah. Absolutely. If there was something that someone could have told you 20 years ago, um, when you were going through these challenges, what would have would have been that perhaps could have been a turning point for you? Um no, mind you, in thinking that if someone had told me that having a child was going to be the best thing for me, I might have been a single mum at like 18. Because <laughs> um, that definitely, you know, changed my life. But if, if someone, I think I, I guess, and I probably do this with my own son now, and I wish that some, because I wish that someone had said to me, if you love something, just go out and do it. If it fails, that's okay, but try it. Don't don't wish for things and never do them, you know. And, you know, and I guess for him, I'm like, I said, if anything goes wrong, he's just about to go overseas. I said, if anything goes wrong, just ring me. I said, you know, if you've got to get on a plane to come back, if you end up in jail, whatever, we'll find a solution. Um, but don't miss out on opportunities because you're scared of what might happen or what what you might not or what might not happen Hmm. just go enjoy life I think that's what holds people back a lot about pursuing those big goals you know the things that we really want it's almost we have to come to face to face with that fear and take a leap of faith so sometimes it is that self-confidence that really it would be a shame for you not to pursue your goal because you're feeling lack of confidence Mm -hmm. or lack of self-esteem um yeah what do you do when you come face to face with that fear it's like oh I feel it but I need to do it (laughs) um yeah so I for me and this is where um I just through exercise and what happened when I was doing triathlon I when I first started triathlons like I still suffer like major anxiety and, you know, I go through stages of depression, but I used to be so anxious before any competitive event that I would be in tears. I wouldn't sleep the night before. I would be in tears three minutes before a race. Um, and if anyone talked to me, I'd go, go away. I don't even know why I'm doing this. Oh. Um, I would, 
get on the line and I would do it. And after, you know, I've probably done hundreds of different events now. And what I found over time was I'd get to the line and go, oh, I was really not that bad. So just keep pushing through. And I learned that no matter how scared I am, nothing is going to end up as bad as what I was thinking in my head. So just do it anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's, you've, it's hard to just do whatever you can. Just try it. You know, and I love just, you know, with clients and things like that going, well, why, like, just do it. Just, just like, just have a go or do a little bit of it. But I think each time you do it, the more you do that, it's almost becomes a bit addictive in that now when I get anxious about something, I get excited as well. And, you know, anxiety is excitement in many, in many ways. It's easy to turn that. And that's one of the skills I teach is when you're feeling that anxiety, it's the same physiological sensation as excitement. So just change your mindset and go, hey, I'm not anxious. I'm just really excited. And that sometimes gets you through that fear of not doing something. Mm. You know, our perception of the world is so important. Yeah, perception of the thing that we're going to do and ourselves as well, because sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for, you know, all the achievements and all the things we have overcome. Just go back and show yourself the evidence of, how far you have come already you may not be where you want to be yet yet and mm. on our own individual journeys there's no judgment also don't judge yourself or okay I'm not quite that where I want to be or I'm not quite good enough and honestly just stop judging yourself and I love that you just said it's just a matter of perception sometimes we are not our best friends sometimes we are worse enemies. Mm. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's always that standard saying of like, well, would you say that to your best friend? Because most of us would encourage our best friend to do everything that they dreamed of. Yet when it comes to ourselves, we're like, oh, no, you can't do it. Oh, no, you're not good enough. Oh, no, you'll never be able to do that. Um, so it's about, you know, talking to ourselves like we are our own best friend. Um, because ultimately, you know, again, Obviously, supporting yourself, being around the right people is super important, and I've learned that. Mm. However, at the end of the day, you know, no one is coming to save you. You get, which is which is actually a privilege, you get to create your life. You get to choose who you hang out with. You know, you get to choose what you want to do. Yeah. And I think once once you find to what you love doing um, and it becomes your passion, then, you know, then that unstoppable confidence really comes through because it's like, you know, it doesn't matter what someone tells you. You're like, no, yeah, I can. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you become um, bold in the pursuit of your goals. Yeah. Yes. Always take on critical feedback, though. Everyone, don't. <laughs> so, Alan, you are one of our VIP speakers at the upcoming Women Tribe Summit that's happening in March. And this is all about women empowerment. And your talk, Five Powerful Secrets to Heal Your Self Esteem, is your talk. 
What can people expect if they are attending the summit and looking to tune into your talk? Yeah. So for me, it's about um, giving women simple strategies. I think, you know, a lot of times um, we overcomplicate everything and it doesn't have to be that complicated. So ideally for me, you know, if, if women are feeling a little bit stuck or if they're feeling, you know, not so confident or, you know, maybe they're not, you know, their body image or uh, their career isn't where they want it to be, then I hope with, you know, after um, an hour with me that they are just going to rock it and just walk away and go, yes, I am doing that. That is what I want women to do. I want women to go, yes, I can. I am good enough. I am enough to to do this. And, you know, I'm not going to let me stop myself because that's usually, the you know, the biggest preventative. But, yeah, I, I just want women to find their true joy to in their life, to find their passion, to know that they're amazing, to know that they are capable and powerful and strong. Amazing. Well, for those of you who have perhaps not saved your spot for the upcoming Women Thrive Summit, this is our annual Women Empowerment event that happens third week of March. So go ahead to womenthrivesummit.com, register for your free or paid tickets, whichever one whichever option you want to choose. And we have 47 amazing speakers chosen this year who will be taking the stage, women from all around the world, women from Australia, from Europe, United States, United Kingdom, uh, Canada, and all around the world. So um, through this event, I just want to give you a bit of warning that this is probably going to be a life-changing event. I've met women who attended this event year on, year on, and it becomes a life-changing experience when you get to attend talks like Caroline's who you know, has a powerful story, but also practical tools to give you that will last your lifetime. These events are going to be changing some lives and that's the goal. So go over to womenthrivesummit.com, register for your spot and we look forward to seeing you there. Caroline, how can people get in touch with you? What's the best way to be in your world to get access to any of your support or your teachings? Yeah, so I've um, um, I've got all the details on my website, which is www.carolinebellinger.com. Uh, but you can also find me on Instagram and social and um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok uh, at Caroline Bellinger Official. Uh, I do run a group, Reclaim Your Life and Find Joy, where I'm doing a challenge coming up. Um, I've also got a couple of groups. So I'm doing a uh, a drinking group to reduce your drinking. I've got a healing group as well, but that's all on my um, Facebook page. You can join any of those groups for free. Um, I do videos and every day just about on self-esteem or share tips all the time about what's, you know, what's going on for me. So, yeah, reach out. I, I love just giving value if you're following my, my media. If you, you know, want anything more, just contact me. I'm always open, you know, to chat to see if I can help someone. Amazing. So if you feel inspired by Caroline's story today and you're looking for more guidance, support, and just have that safe space where you can be yourself, where you can go, grow through 
perhaps your own challenges and become unstoppable with unshakable confidence to build your goals and dreams, then go ahead and connect to Car with Caroline. All the information will be put in the show notes to make sure you follow. And if you enjoyed this episode and you know another woman who may need to hear this, go ahead and share it. I think it's so important that we pass on this knowledge to other people. Caroline, it's been a pleasure to talk to you today and I hope we get to do this again. <laughs> Absolutely, Raymonda. I, I know not long now to the summit and I'm very excited. I, you know, and I'm just about, I'm as excited to hear all the other women as well. And, and like you, we have already had sneak peeks into their lives. So I just know how amazing and inspirational they are and yourself. So thank you so much for, you know, bringing us all together. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. It's been, it's been a joy just to watch everyone connect and, you know, I know we already transformed some lives before the summit even happened and mm. the work that each and every one of you as speakers doing in your lives is so transformative. And that's why we have you here on our stage to make that global impact. So go ahead and register for your spot. I'm sure you're going to have an amazing time with us. And thanks so much, Karen. I look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Till the next episode for now. Thank you. Bye. Did you enjoy this episode? Share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.